Hey, everybody. Kevin Grossman, president of Talent Board. I hope you are all safe and well during these challenging times. And keeping communication open with all of your candidates, external as well as your internal employees, is probably more critical than ever before. Letting them know that even if hiring is slowing for your organization, you still want to do a better job at recruiting and hiring. This can help with your overall perceived fairness and brand perception in the near term and the long term. Plus, understanding your candidate experience strengths, weaknesses, and perception gaps will help you better understand and ultimately make improvements to your processes that will benefit you today and in the future once we're beyond this healthcare crisis. Thanks for your time, everybody, and enjoy the podcast. I do feel that there will be, like, the crisis that we're going through right now is going to accelerate the adoption of this type of technology because, first of all, the companies are getting to the new realities and new policies that, like, you know, remote work, virtualization of the total virtualization of the recruiting, and then, you know, they're kind of reassessing their tools and their infrastructure they have in place right now. You're listening to the Candy Shop Talk podcast brought to you by Talent Board and the Candidate Experience Awards Benchmark Research and hosted by Kevin W. Grossman. Talent Board is the first nonprofit research organization focused on elevating and promoting a quality candidate experience. This special AI edition of the Candy Shop Talk podcast welcomes Aida Fazilova, CEO and founder at Zor a recruiting automation software platform with an AI chatbot hosting virtual career fairs, sending text recruiting campaigns, and video interviewing to recruit more efficiently, and a proud Candidate Experience Award sponsor. Listen in on how improving candidate experience impacts recruiting and the business bottom line. Aida, thank you so much for joining me on the Candy Shop Talk podcast. Before we dive into the rest of the show, why don't you tell us a little bit more about who you are and why you founded Zor? Yes, Kevin, it's great to be here as well. So I'm a CEO and founder at Zor. I, at the beginning of my career, before I founded my first company ever, I used to work as a talent acquisition practitioner as nearly a decade. So the company itself was born out of my personal thing. And I'll tell you a little bit more about that later. Oh, very nice. Excellent. Well, but let's talk then about Zor, just big picture right now. Right. So what challenges are you helping your customers overcome, especially as it relates to recruiting and hiring? What are you helping to solve for? Absolutely. So we've been around since 2016. We're about 85 people headquartered here in San Francisco, California. Venture back. In terms of the product, what is it that we're offering our customers to? Uh, this is uh, we're a modern communication platform that gives them the opportunity to hire people much more effectively, much faster than ever before. And we do this on one hand by giving them the opportunity to use the texting as well as the messaging app to communicate with their applicants because it really gets them 46% of the response rate within 15 minutes which is amazing compared to other channels. And on the other hand, we utilize the artificial intelligence to automate them, to help them automate most routine repetitive processes in recruiting. So think of screening of the inbound applicants, think of interview scheduling and everything around that particular scope. Think of passive candidates, re-engagement and reactivation, as well as the employee referrals. So in a nutshell, this is what we do. We sit on top of an existing technical stack of the company, so we're not replacing an ATS. An AI-powered communication layer that sits on top of the ATS and is integrated both with an ATS as well as the calendar system that the company is using right now. Tell us a little bit more about the communication platform, the the texting, the, the other aspects of the platform, because... I know in the research that we conduct every year with Talent Board and the Candidate Experience Awards, communication and feedback are probably the 
preeminent backbone differentiator in candidate experience every year that we see in any region around the world. That's always going to be, though, as you know, a combination of automated technology and human interaction, right? And, yeah. and the thing that we see that I think is so exciting and that I've seen for the past few years with organizations like yours too, is that you really are helping to empower a part of recruiting where there, was, where there are many gaps in communication before. Again, when you're just in, engaging early on with early candidates, any volume at all that you know, I'm sure some, many of your customers are dealing with, there's, you know, they're just right. they're never going to get human interaction up front. Not usually. Maybe smaller companies can do that, but most aren't. So what's fascinating to me is that this is now filling the, that communication gap. So talk more a little bit more about how the system works how the, and, and how you would engage like one of your prospects customers. First of all, you're absolutely right. The communication during the hiring process is a, like a key element in the candidate experience. This is forgiven because right now the stats is up to 75% of all the applicants never hear back from the employer once they apply. So the, the way that the technology works, it's not there to replace any of the human components, right? It is there to help them bring the high quality human touch back to the recruiting where it should be. So the way it works for a couple of different scenarios, let me just uh, give you an idea. So for all of the active applicants that apply either in company career site or from the job boards, from the social media, job apps, or even from offline uh, sources, right? So what happens is the chatbot is there for 100% of all inbound inquiries 24-7. So it doesn't really matter when the candidate applies, 3 p.m. on Sunday afternoon, after hours, during the lunch break. You can just, you know, instead of filling out this 40 field long, mobile and friendly job application form, and never hearing back, what happens is the chatbot pops up and starts engaging them into conversation. Mm. So the chatbot can immediately address any of the candidates' questions about the job or the company. And then uh, the chatbot will pretty much screen all the applicants to see whether or not they're a good fit for this particular role. Because what happens now... So stop there. No, because I, I... And forgive me, but I... I so what does that mean when you say they, it screens the candidates yes. at that point? Screens them based on the filtering questions. So okay. asking them all the things that are mandatory ones for a role. For example, are you legally authorized to work in a country? Or are you able to relocate? Uh, how many years of experience do you have in this field? Please confirm that you're comfortable with lifting up to 25 pounds. What's your highest level of education? Do you have specific credentials? So all the things that we really need to know about this person upfront before we understand whether or not we're ready to move forward with this particular person. So if this candidate is a good fit indeed, then the chatbot can just immediately schedule a phone call or a meeting with the recruiter right in this conversation. On the back end, it's of course linked to the recruiter's calendar, so it knows the availability, the time slots, and the preferences. So it actually gives an opportunity for the candidate to set up a phone call right here, there and there. If the candidate does not make a good fit for a role, for example, the chatbot will either give them a very polite rejection or suggest other job opportunity that might be a better fit for them. And initially it solves because right now candidates are desperate to hear from back from the employer. So they're applying mass apply, you know, they're applying randomly, not even going through the job description, maybe not necessarily being sure that they're a right fit for this particular role. And the recruiters on the back end, like the way it used to be, they're overwhelmed with like enormous stacks and stacks of resume that they need to screen and then reach out to the applicants that they are interested in. So this particular thing kind of removes all this scope and has short three to five minutes conversation with 100% of all the applicants, only filters out that are good fits and that we're ready move to move forward with, and then sets up follow-up, you know, meeting, phone call, or they just, you know, give some clear instruction and moving down there. And then there is another uh, example of how you can actually utilize. So 
First one was for the working with active inbound applicants that apply correctly to jobs. But there is also an opportunity to utilize the chatbots and texting to do the campaigns on the reactivation and re-engagement with the passive ta candidate talent pool. The people, you know, to notify them in a personalized matter whenever you have the new job opportunity that might be a good fit for them to see whether or not they're open for new job opportunities at the moment. And if they are, then just, you know, set up a phone call or a meeting with the recruiter. But it also re-engages them, right? So yes, if, if, absolutely. If, I, if you, if the, the bot reached out to me and said, hey, Kevin, you should check out this position. And if I'm interested, then it, it will, it still will do its little back and forth screening with me yes. too. Yes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. And then it just starts yes. that process over again. And we do this. I mean, the screening component for the passive candidates is an optional, but it's suggested for, of course, because a lot of the applicants sitting in our ATS is maybe from back three years ago. Some of the information might've changed, you know, since the last time we spoke. So this is why we really suggested it. Is there information updated then by, with the chatbot or is that still get punted mm -hmm. to or kicked over to the recruiter? It is updated by chatbot back in the ATS. And the, if the candidate makes a good fit, as a passive candidate makes a good fit indeed, and is interested to talk, then we just set up a phone call or a meeting or pass all, all this information back to the recruiter without keeping the scheduling. Got it. So let's talk about, I'm a new customer of yours and I'm starting from, from square one. Obviously you've already been talking with me about the process and the timeline. What, what does it take to get started? What's the implementation mm -hmm. phase look like? And what about the training of the algorithm and what kinds of data do you yeah. need from me up front in order for this mm -hmm. to, again, like, and I've had the same conversation obviously with many other providers. It's all, I know it's all similar, but how do you do it? How does your how do you Absolutely. roll out the implementation mm -hmm. with a customer? So, of course, this depends on uh, the size of the comp of the customer, yeah. namely how many recruiters are going to be using the system. So, but in a nutshell, it's two parallel processes. On one hand, our technical team is taking care of the integration. If we don't have an integration with the, this particular ETS in place yet, then we can deliver this within three weeks. The technical team is taking care of the integration with the ATS as well as the calendar so that it's very seamless for them to use. And on the other hand, the customer success team is taking care of the chatbot creation as well as training of the recruiters to use the system. So generally, the information that we need from the customer in order to set up the chatbots is the job description, and that's it. Okay. Maybe some of the additional filtering criteria they're uh, looking for, you know, to ask on top of the formally listed in the job description. No, that makes total sense. Aida, is primarily, are, are we talking about hourly kinds of positions, highly repetitive positions? Is that what you're working with customers on or are you doing other kinds of positions too? That's a really good question. So for the starters, when we were just starting out, this is the high volume type of roles, the blue color types of jobs was where we saw the most value. But right now we became more and more the industry agnostic. So the companies are using this for hiring registered nurses, for hiring physicians, technology, white color types of office employment, you know, HR, administrative sales and marketing. So it's more of the, you know, platform itself can be very versatile. It should not be necessarily like, you know, focus on white color or blue color, temp, okay. you know, or uh, our main points. Yeah. No, no, no. That makes sense. It's good. It's good to hear that. that you're yeah. What else then, besides what you've outlined so far, how else are you differentiating from your many well, either direct or indirect competitors in the space. Yep. How else are you differentiating your system, your process? That's a really good question. So we are operating in a very new and emerging field. Uh, at the end of the day, I do feel that there will be like the crisis that we're going through right now. 
is going to accelerate the adoption of this type of technology because first of all the companies are getting to the new realities and the new policies that like you know remote work virtualization of the total virtualization of the recruiting and then you know they're kind of reassessing their tools and their infrastructure they have in place right now so what, what i'm thinking is that the demand in this particular field is going to grow only grow in the next uh, couple of years so we do have several quite a few competitors in the market so the most important differentiators of zor in terms of the functionality let's look first we're not just you know recruiting chatbots we also have a texting like a gmail for texting type of functionality that the, the recruiters can use to communicate with their candidates not only like in a fully automated way, but also either partially or fully manually. That's the first one. Second one, we have very highly configurable chatbot constructor that they can just change the workflow, change the chatbot scripts on the fly, add mm. up some questions, you know, delete, erase some questions, and then do this in a very, very seamless and easy manner, which is really important. We have the most robust, and this is for sure, interview scheduling capability on the market. So we support not only the basic one-on-one -on -one meeting schedule, but also scenarios like panel interviews, one-on-many, many-on-ones, sequence interviews, like with all the pre-built integration with all the calendar systems out there. And then everything related to this, you know, reminding, making sure the candidates show up, not forgetting about the meeting or where the recruiter is calling, actually pick up the phone and call, um, call them, uh, talk to them. So the scheduling, the scheduling part is something you developed then that... The scheduling yes, capability? That's, yes, that's very our proprietary technology. That's very important for us and a lot yes. of uh, companies. This is like the most key advantage of ours. Because right? that, that's for a long time, Aida. That's been, mm -hmm. been a tough one for companies to solve because I know. I mean, you know this. It's just scheduling is it gets so complex and messy when you're dealing with you know multiple individuals, especially you know you you get that pesky those pesky hiring managers that are con that are rescheduling and oh I can't yes. do this now mm -hmm, and then. Mm -hmm. Being able to do that, some of the free services, like I use Schedule Once and there's Calendly and there's others, mm -hmm. but they're just not, yes. nothing. So that's, that's good to hear that you've got your own, your own proprietary scheduling tool. That's, that's very important to recruiting. I know. Yes, that's true. That's, <laughs> of course. So also, we support 103 languages right now. We do this because wow. we started from the European market, which is a multilingual environment. So we right. had to figure out the way to support a lot of languages from the very start. So what my CTO and the, his technical team took care of is they built out their own proprietary chatbot engine that actually is in the core industry, like language agnostic that was trained on 17 different data sets in different languages. And right now we are able to support our customers globally, pretty much. We'll have Hundred three languages supported right now, which is important. Wow, is that now? And again, I haven't done like a full assessment of features and functionalities to that granular level across the board. Mm -hmm. But is that is that it far exceed other other competitors in regards to the languages that they? Do you know? It does. And then even if they do use some of the, like, at least they claim to have multilingual capabilities, it's mainly only like Google Translate. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. uh, right, right. Which is not, the, yeah, which is... I mean, which is good for some of the languages, yeah. which is not great for, for the rest of them. They know you're right about that. Because we, in yeah. <laughs> our past, with when we've translated our surveys for the candidates, mm -hmm. um, we, we use a service, but we have at that times used Google Translate, and that doesn't always work for every country. So yes, not we, for all the languages. We've, that's true. We've we've figured we found that one out. What I want. So, to, oh, go ahead. Couple, you have something else to tell me about that? Okay. Couple couple more. Yes. Sure, sure. Do it. So we do provide the candidate with a score because on the back end, while we're going through the screening process, actually every possible 
answer of the candidate to the qualifying question is weighted. So we provide them with the score of the applicants so that they can just actually, on the engagement, as well as the whether or not this candidate, how, how perfect the applicants it is based on all of their responses on the screening question. So we also provide the video interview capturing functionality. So that means that you can actually use Zor, uh, screen the candidates, and then use some elements of the asynchronous video interviews. So that, for example, in this particular situation, when a lot of the recruiting is done remotely right now, so once the chatbot screens the candidate for a role to make sure they're a good fit, if they are, then it can just ask them to record a couple of uh, video answers to the recruiter's questions so that they can just easily do this over the desktop or the mobile device, just clicking the button and recording a little video responses. So the recruiters on the back end would be able to watch that in, and it's not a necessity for them to get in the same room, but then just, you know, kind of to get a sense whether or not this candidate might be a good fit. And then multi-channel because the chatbot is available like on top of the company's career site as a widget. It is available in mobile browsers. It's available in uh, WhatsApp, Facebook Messenger, texting, of course, and a bunch of other messengers. That's yeah. fantastic. I, I wanted to go back to one thing that you said about the yes. score. Mm -hmm. So you you said that based on the the screening that you're doing via the, mm -hmm. the chatbot, you're giving you're actually giving a score to the candidate. Do you, what's the context of that? Well, that goes along with that when you give mm -hmm. them the score. How, what, how, do they know what it means? We don't give the candidates the score. We actually give Oh, you don't? Okay. No. Sorry, I misunderstood. Too. Okay. No, just, no, for no, the, okay. just for the internal recruiters. Then. Right, right, right. Exactly. Uh, I was going to say that's very cool um, because it's, mm -hmm. it's unusual, but you, d you actually don't do that. So that answers that question. One of the things that we know and see in our data the past couple of years is that there are a couple of questions when we ask the candidates, did they engage a chatbot when they were researching the organization and did they engage a chatbot when they were applying? And what we find is that for those individuals who did, their overall level of perceived fairness and their positive rating goes up. Yeah, um, goes yeah sure. which is good. I mean, because again, I go back to the argument, they're getting engagement where they were getting none before, usually. Because yes. we don't get, I mean, everybody knows that and, that, and that's by the way, that's where I, I, see, I see this. This is where it's been kind of filling that void and will continue to do so where it's helping with efficiencies on the front end. That's where, that's as far as most of our candidates go anyway, right? They research, yes, they apply, it's the end of the mm -hmm. road. And they, they get the automated uh, email saying, hey, thank you so much for applying. We'll right. get back to you in uh, never or in three months or two weeks. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, so, and you already so that's good. And you've highlighted some of the value to, to the candidate side as it relates to some of the customers. And right. you don't have to share a name unless you have one. But what are some right. of the measures of, measures of success that you can share with us that you've, mm -hmm. that you've helped companies with, on, especially on the recruiting and hiring side? You know, is it uh, more about better quality candidates that are being filtered mm -hmm. and applying on the conversion right, right. side? So share some of the measures of success that you're seeing. Yes, absolutely. So the most important metrics are obviously the decrease in time to fill, increase in the uh, in the candidate pipeline, as well as the decrease in post per hire because of the automation of the most routine and re repetitive tasks. And the, of course, the improvement in the candidate experience. This is for sure. We actually have a multiple uh, case studies on the, on the website. Let me just point out a couple of them. The yeah, please, please do. Yes. The, sure. the, the ones that I am very proud of. So 
So we have actually done this uh, for two healthcare companies. We've decreased, and one of them will decrease the time to hire by 33% in the second one by 46%. And we increased the candidate pipeline, but in one case by 109%, and in the other case by 35%. We did this because we put a chatbot widget on top of the company career site with this registered nurse position. So what happens is that whenever the person was browsing through the company career site, before they actually started to apply, the chatbot pops up and starts engaging them into conversation, kind of answers any of their questions to see sees whether or not they're interested in applying and captures all of their information immediately while screening them on, a, on the fly, of course. After this, the recruiter immediately gets in touch with this particular person and the person is hired within uh, five days you know, very, very quickly in healthcare. So second of my very important ones for the uh, large retailer, we've done a survey of 10,000 of their employee, uh, candidates that applied like throughout the regions. So we asked them, how did you like the experience with the chatbot? And we gave them three options. That was poor, that was good, that was excellent. So 93.3% of them said it was excellent experience. 6% said it was good, and less than 1% didn't like it, which is wow. really, really important. Yep. Very high. Yep. But then at the end of the day, we're also kind of on a on the verge of a change, a very big change with, you know, market, the labor market getting from the candidate market to the employer's market, right? And what the companies are going to be dealing with is whenever they're posting a job opportunity now, they're getting, instead of like 50 applicants the way they used to, I don't know, 150 mm -hmm. or 550. And they will still need to go through all of those resumes that are coming in, providing them the good experience. And then just, you know, with a higher volume, they will really need to automate the screening and the scheduling components of their work. That's No, that's excellent. And, and I, I yeah. really appreciate you sharing those examples because that's mm -hmm. one of the things that the listeners, you know, obviously always want to hear more about is mm -hmm. how is it being applied today and how are you helping the yeah. customer? That you're working with right now, and I think those are some those are some really good e examples to share. Mm -hmm. So, Aida, it's ju it's just us. I want you to tell me something top secret. I promise I won't tell anybody. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but seriously, what? So, what's coming this year down the line? Obviously, really quick. I just want to ad obviously address this because it's timely. I mean, yes, there's a lot that's changing in our world and, and will be impacted yes. for a while. There also are many industries that are still hiring, even if yes. it comes, even if there are parts of industries and other and companies that are either kind of slowing hiring or freezing. There are many and healthcare is one area that's obviously yes. oh, yeah. for mm -hmm. the reasons that are unfortunate, but to, you know, to help master and stem this healthcare crisis, it is mm -hmm. so that said, what do you plan and something is, is coming down the line that you can share with us? Yeah, absolutely. Yes, there are a couple of things that I can actually share. First of all, there is this massive shift, you know, taking the changes that we're all the country and then the whole world are going through. We are, we have actually just uh, starting out to use our technology for the internal HR needs, not only the talent acquisition, which is important. So I'll just mention this. So everything uh, re uh, regarding their new reality, like remote onboardings of the new employees, pulse surveys, notifications and alerts for the remote workforce right now. Up till the moment of the exit interviews, as well as the boomerang employment, this is something that we yep. just started to promote and to implement to all the customers. Oh, because we do see, because the reason for that is that they are right now going through so many changes. So virtualization of the recruiting is one, the remote communication with their employees is uh, two big ones second big one. And we do, we do see that they are kind of getting the new policies in place and reassessing and reevaluating their existing tool stack as well as their existing infrastructure. And uh, there is uh, 
help needed to be provided to those companies. So we do see a lot of value and a lot of uh, potential in this particular direction. But if we're talking about the talent acquisition, so since the trend is right now for the industries that are still hiring, logistics, grocery chain stores, yep. uh, healthcare, obviously, and the many, many others, delivery services. Yep. So we, we do see very big trend on the virtualization of the recruiting. So we will still be, you know, promoting our video interviewing capability. One of the really cool things that we're right now building is uh, calling functionality so that recruiters can actually use Zor to call their candidates. And then uh, Zor will be transcribing all of those conversations that happens on the backend for them to see, kind of locking all the communication that was going on with the, with this particular candidates in one place. And that also... Will well, like, and that obviously will help them when they have to uh, you know, apply notes to the to the ATS or whatever yes, system exactly. they need to put notes back into, right? Exactly, that's right. Yep, and highlighting all the talk points exactly. Yeah. And then also we are working on some more functionality in terms of simplifying the interface of the chatbots creation, as well as turning Zor into full on lightweight ATS on the backend. That's great. You are you are diversifying the use cases and and making Zor more and more sticky. That's really important, and especially. Yes. Agreed. Competitive, even still today, the com- very competitive recruiting technology market. So mm-hmm. that's awesome. That's yeah. that's great to hear. Aida, the last question I want to ask you in mm-hmm. the podcast is that we, we're always working, right? All yes. the time. We're always work, 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 recruiting, candidate experience, you name it. What else do you like to do besides work? <laughs> that's a really good question. I work nearly all the time. I do like to, I don't know, I, I, like, uh, I like food, you know? Oh, that's great. So all kinds of food like, or, or specific I, kinds of food? I do like uh, hot pot restaurants, to be honest, specifically. So yeah, that's my thing. Other than this, just spending time with my friends and family, you know, doing sports, hiking. Well, the good thing. news the good news is that where you and I both live in the Bay Area, and we, mm-hmm. for now, we can still get outside as long as we keep our distance from folks. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's a, it is definitely a beautiful area to do that, and so that's that's beneficial. And every, everybody likes to eat, and of course, there's a lot more video calls these days <laughs> exactly. as well. Yep. Aida, thank you so much for being on the Candy Shop Talk podcast, and I look forward to when we're able to see each other in person to do that at some point. So, Kevin, thank you so much for having me. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Candy Shop Talk podcast. For more information about Talent Board and the Candidate Experience Awards and Benchmark Research, visit www.thetalentboard.org.